state and local officials are evaluating the legality and appropriateness of a special deal with Travis County prosecutors and Texas Mutual, the state's largest workers' compensation insurer. But this is not the insurer's first attempt to tilt justice's scales. Today, we'll talk to Texas AFL-CIO Secretary-Treasurer Rick Levy about the issues plaguing Texas's workers' compensation system and how workers can fight in a system seemingly stacked against them. You're listening to Texas Tells. I'm Tori Summerman. First, here's the news. A Houston ISD school bus crash last month tragically left two students dead and more injured. The accident occurred after a driver made an unsafe lane change and struck the bus. Police said that the bus hit the guardrail before plummeting 20 feet. The accident has spurred on calls of increased school bus safety, including a revived effort to fund seatbelts in school vehicles. While the exact numbers are unavailable, the majority of standard-sized school buses in Texas lack seatbelts. However, past efforts to fund the measure have failed. Most notably, the incident revealed an inconsistency in school bus accident data. The Texas Education Agency, which compiles accident reports from school districts, acknowledged last month that their counts may be misleading, incomplete, and in some cases inaccurate. State Senators Eddie Lucio and Sylvia Garcia have already called on Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick to charge the Senate Education Committee with evaluating school bus safety and data collection. After an injured worker has won their case to maintain their workers' compensation benefits in front of an administrative judge and an appeals panel, they may have to face an even greater hurdle. In the past decade, the State Office of Risk Management has sued 80 state workers who were injured on the job in a final attempt to recoup workers' compensation benefits. While the suits against injured workers are rare, they are often an uphill battle for workers who are unable to fight the charges. The issue stems from a 2012 Texas Supreme Court ruling, which exempts government insurers from paying the injured workers' attorney's fees if the insurer loses the case. The 2012 ruling exempted insurers like the State Risk Management Office from a law originally meant to discourage frivolous lawsuits against injured workers. As a result, attorneys have had to turn down these workers' compensation lawsuits or take them pro bono, knowing there is no way to get paid on these expensive cases. Teresa Hammond is the latest target of the Office of Risk Management. A seasoned corrections officer at a youth lockup, Hammond suffered injuries during a riot at the Giddings State School in 2011. Years later, the injuries have debilitated Hammond to the point of being unable to work. But receiving her workers' compensation benefits has not been easy. The Risk Management Office repeatedly held back benefits until an administrative judge ordered the agency to pay the benefits it has held back from Hammond. Now, the agency is playing its last card and taking her to court. Thanks to an article in the Texas Tribune, Hammond has retained an attorney who offered to take on the case pro bono. In a report released by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics last month, Texas had the most workplace deaths in the nation in 2014, after 524 workers lost their lives. The report shows a 3% increase from 2013, when 508 workers died as a result of workplace injuries. Other large states, such as Florida, New York, and California, all saw fewer workplace deaths than Texas, with 239, 178, and 334 deaths, respectively. When adjusted for population, Texas ranked 14th in fatal workplace injuries in 2014. Texas has topped the list of workplace fatalities for 11 of the past 14 years. 
Texas Mutual Insurance Company was created amidst a crisis. 25 years later, the company is creating a crisis all its own. Local and state officials are now reviewing the legality and appropriateness of an exclusive deal in which the private insurance company Texas Mutual pays the salaries and expenses of the Travis County District Attorneys in exchange for prosecution of the company's fraud cases. The troubling arrangement was revealed earlier this month in a joint Texas Tribune and Austin American Statesman investigation, which has since sparked debate about the district attorney's partiality in pursuing Texas Mutual's fraud cases. The investigation revealed some worrying aspects of the decades-old arrangement, including a lack of written safeguards, government oversight, or audits. Critics have also noted that the Travis County DA has never prosecuted a fraud case against Texas Mutual while directing complaints against the company to the Texas Department of Insurance. Most importantly, the injured workers prosecuted by the Travis County District Attorney do not enjoy this privilege. The employers and healthcare providers accused of fraud by Texas Mutual do not enjoy this privilege. No other insurance company enjoys this privilege. The Travis County District Attorney's Office has now put Texas Mutual's exclusive deal on a temporary hold, and legislators will likely review the contract in the next session. But injured workers are still fighting for equal footing in the courts. In 2011, the Supreme Court of Texas ruled in a 5-4 decision that Texas Mutual and other workers' compensation insurers could not be sued for bad faith practices. As a result, workers' compensation providers can intentionally or maliciously deny a valid claim, but injured workers cannot hold the insurers accountable. Since then, Texas Mutual has expanded its special brand of justice. In 2015, the Supreme Court of Texas ruled that the Texas Department of Insurance has exclusive jurisdiction over workers' compensation complaints. Now, insurers can intentionally misrepresent policies or use the criminal justice system to bully injured workers out of filing claims without recourse from the affected worker. Today, we'll talk to Texas AFL-CIO Secretary-Treasurer Rick Levy about the issues plaguing the workers' compensation system in Texas and Texas Mutual's special brand of justice. The Texas Tribune has been doing a lot of reporting Mm -hmm. recently on Texas Mutual and the workers' compensation system in general. They recently reported that 45% of claims are estimated to be denied. What can an injured worker do when their claim is denied? Well, um... I guess they could pray uh, if they believe in that. Um, There is a state agency whose mission is to represent the interests of injured workers in the workplace, the Office of Injured Employee Counsel. What they will do is they have a a network of ombudsmen across the state that can help a worker press their claim through the administrative process. So that's probably, if you're talking nuts and bolts, what can a worker do if their claim is denied, that would probably be the first step. So moving on to the Texas Mutual, I'm going to call it a scandal, that was Uh sort of reported by the Tribune. Can you uh, explain to our listeners what were the concerns surrounding that arrangement? Oh, yeah. So several years ago, uh, Texas Mutual in the legislative process passed a bill that said that they could, that I think it said that a a district attorney can accept private funds uh, in order to pursue cases of workers' compensation fraud. And so what happened is is that Texas Mutual entered into an agreement with the Travis County District Attorney's Office pursuant to that law where they pay the salary and the benefits and the costs of prosecution uh, in the workers' compensation realm. And so what's so questionable about that is when you have a private entity that is specifically paying for a prosecutor, 
the level of involvement and the level of influence that that private entity, who happens to be the largest workers' compensation insurer in the state of Texas, has over the process, um, I think leads to a skewed and privatized justice system. And so you have a public entity, the prosecutor, doing the bidding of a private company according to what their needs for profit for pursuing what they determine to be fraud. Of course, they've, you know, Texas Mutual would never engage in fraud, I'm sure, so they never ended up investigating themselves. But uh, I think that uh, that kind of kind of ownership of a public uh, of a public entity, most particularly a prosecutor, it's kind of a fundamental issue, raises significant questions in my mind about what's 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 appropriate in that realm. So, what's the biggest impact of this arrangement on the injured worker? Well, it means that there is a that an injured worker who enters into a dispute with Texas Mutual not only has to concern themselves with their claim, but potentially Texas Mutual, if they don't like how it's going or some of the claims, they can say, "Okay, well, now we're going to prosecute you." And instead of the prosecutor making that decision based on an independent uh, assessment of the importance of the case uh, as it relates to the people's safety in Travis County, you're having a private entity given the authority, not specifically, but when they're paying for it, they actually have the authority to make those really fundamental decisions about who should be prosecuted for criminal violations. Okay, so now the Travis County District Attorney has put this agreement on mm-hmm. a temporary hold. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that actually accomplish? Uh, I'm not sure because I don't know what that, what what the actual arrangements are. I don't know what the prosecutor's doing. I don't know what's going on with the cases that are there. I'm really glad that they put it on hold so that we can really evaluate whether this is something that we really want to be doing. You know, it's it's um, the part that concerns me is obviously the particulars of the case, but this whole notion of privatized justice. Uh, we've seen it in so many areas. We see um, private prosecutors that are paid, bought and paid for by the most powerful interests in our society. We have um, no workers' compensation where they have these private little worker, these private little injury plans where the employer is judge, jury, and executioner. And this kind of um, outsourcing of very public functions to private interests with a clear motive. Uh, of self-interest, I think is a really dangerous thing that I'm really glad they've stopped to take a look at. Okay, so I think you touched on this a little bit, but Texas Mutual uses public prosecutors to pursue their fraud Mm -hmm. cases. Mm -hmm. What can an an injured worker do if, say, Texas Mutual commits fraud against them? Well, funny you should ask. Uh, The Texas Supreme Court recently ruled that there's nothing they can do about that. That in the context of you know if, if you get a if you have flood damage or fire damage or hurricane damage or theft and your insurance company treats you unfairly to the point where it's fraud, then you can sue them for bad faith, and they are liable for the damages that you suffer as well as punitive damages for trying to swindle you, and um, the Supreme Court in uh, decision recently ruled that in the context of workers' compensation, a worker can't do that. Um, Because of the nature of workers' compensation, they reasoned that um, the worker is limited to filing an administrative complaint at the Division of Workers' Compensation or with the Texas Department of Insurance, where they would not have any damages available. And if 
that it was found to be true, then the insurance company would have to pay some measure of fine. So I think that the imbalance of one side having a private prosecutor that they can pursue criminal charges with uh, against another, uh, the injured worker who is left to file an administrative complaint, if they can even figure out what the hell that is, then I think there's a little bit of an imbalance there. So what system is in place to prevent insurers and employers from misrepresenting claims? Well, I don't think that there really is a very effective system. I think um, all you can do uh, is file a complaint with the agency and hope that it goes somewhere. But it's, you know, it's a very different thing from having your advocate be the one to control that process, um, get the discovery, look at the paperwork, um, have an opportunity to cross-examine witnesses in terms of how they dealt with you in terms of a fraud situation. And what we've seen is denials of claims skyrocket in the wake of these Supreme Court decisions that shield the insurance companies from the consequences of their actions. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, I wish I could say that there was a better answer to that, but the reality is, is that um, as these articles have really shown, the powerlessness of the individual worker in the face of all of these um, biases in the system. Texas Tells is a production of Texas Watch, a nonpartisan consumer watchdog group based in Austin, Texas. You can find us at www.texaswatch.org. All the music for Texas Tells was recorded in-house by Deputy Director Ware Wendell.